1: It's Bud Pod One Tutu. One, two, two. one two, two. The, the old
2: Desmond. <laughs> it's Desmond's Mexican nephew.
1: Juan Tutu. Juan Tutu. Oh, boy. I've just woken up here in New York City. Because I uh, miscalculated the time I needed to wake up to, um, to synchronize with Pierre. So I've literally, I'm literally next to the bed, and I've jumped <laughs> out, and I've, I've got that croaky, just woken up voice. Yeah, sexy. It's kind of, it's kind of sexy. It, and and I, and I can go lower than I normally can in <laughs> the rest of my day. It's- like when I was into singing, I was like, I'm a tenor, but in the morning for like an hour, I could. I could go, I could be a base.
2: <laughs> it's what makes you want it that you think, maybe I should smoke cigars.
1: Yeah. Or just be completely having just awoken. Just like, or just be permanently just awake. I don't know how you would. Yeah. I don't know how you do that.
2: Or just ill. Just a constant low level cold.
1: That's right. I mean, that's less literally a storyline on friends. Is it? Yeah, Phoebe Phoebe tries like Phoebe gets sick and she likes a singing voice and so she, she tries to stay ah, sick forever. Ah. Friends did it. Yeah, what is once th- one, once again <laughs> Bud Pod tries to do a storyline that Friends did. <laughs> We're the Family Guy to their Simpsons, and we know this 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 criticism has been leveled at us before. And you know what? It's true.
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean, look. It's difficult, given that this is written. Every, there's. I'm sure there's some some enormous physics equation to be done about the statistical certainty of how eventually everything becomes a reaches a Friends plot.
1: Right, so a million monkeys and a million typewriters kind of situation.
2: Yeah, but like, uh, yeah, the yeah the probability approaches one that you're about to do something that was on Friends. The longer you do something in any field of endeavor, including you know space travel or
1: right, (laughs) or quantum physics, (laughs) eventually, eventually you'll discover a subatomic particle that was on France. (laughs) Yeah.
2: Yes, exactly. Eventually, um, yeah. Eventually, you'll realize that subatomic particles aren't as progressive as they seemed in the nineties. Yeah. Well, I don't have any. God, the clothes were ugly then, man.
1: Yeah, the clothes were real ugly, and for some reason, no one said to Jennifer Aniston, "We can see your nipples." Well, that's a, apparently it's a
2: big controversy. That's a big. I, I read some article about how that was sort of deliberate.
1: Oh right! I have always just like we're the nineties, or uh, we're just less attentive in general. And we've literally not noticed that you can see Jennifer Aniston's nipples the whole way through every episode. That's
2: right. And then now it makes, like, the Friends is now caught in the free the nipple, don't free the nipple.
1: Oh, I see. So was there controversy then about um, Jennifer Aniston's nipples? Maybe that
2: people's TVs weren't
1: high resolution <laughs> enough to show them. This is what I'm thinking, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see. Um,. But it must have been distracting for the other actors. Even if even if the people at home didn't see them. So, uh,
2: Jennifer Aniston was asked by Vogue, and she was like, yeah, I don't know.
1: Well, she just tried to play it off, like, it, like she didn't even realize. She was just
2: like, yeah, I was wearing a bra and stuff, and I don't know, that's just what happened.
1: <laughs> um, <laughs>
2: annoyingly, all these articles are under the headline, this is the real reason why you could see her nips. And all the explanations are, she
1: has nipples, and you could see them. Yeah, she has nipples, and sometimes under cloth, you can see shapes come through. Yeah. That's the reason.
2: And there's all these people on Twitter saying the producers made them cut holes in their bras. (laughs) Which is insane. That cut, I mean, come on. Come on. Even for even for the 90s, that's too crazy. Even for the 90s, that's too crazy. But like, I know, obviously, obviously everyone says, like, oh, the, the clothes from the era directly before when I'm alive are bad. But, I mean, mm-hmm. I, I think particularly the late 90s, early noughties thing with, like, men's suits being as baggy and gray as possible and shiny. Yeah, the shine. Baggy, gray, shiny, and then you think, well, at least you're going to offset it with a nice contrasting shirt and tie combo. And they go, no, no light shiny gray shirt shiny darker gray suit big gray brown tie like they they look like they're all trying to hide in some kind of urban jungle philip ah it's all concrete colors and like khakis and stuff it's really
1: well they they live in new york city concrete jungle which dreams are made of <laughs> so they maybe they are trying to hide Phil, maybe they're
2: trying to camouflage in, in your time in new york which is of course where the friends live um yes have you found yourself becoming
1: gradually greyer uh no no i found it actually quite a colorful experience oh, uh yeah people are it's new york is kind of like a lawless london <laughs> it feels That's a you very funny mean? description of it yeah, it's, it's like Mufti Day uh, <laughs> every day. It's, it's just kind of nuts. I mean, people, yeah. Oh,
2: it's God. World Book Day every day in New York.
1: <laughs> Especially on the subway. The subway is just nuts.
2: Is it full of nuts? Like, it's like proper,
1: like you yeah. see in all the oh, TV yeah. shows. Proper, no, proper mentally ill people, because there's no... A healthcare system to look after them, so they just go into the subway. Isn't it amazing? Yeah.
2: that America is a place where if you go, if you, you could just be like a guy who lives in a flat with a job, and when you lose your fucking mind, you could you just are left to walk around and
1: retreat to the below the earth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's it's. I mean, it's. I guess it's like cheap shelter. You know, you you pay a couple of dollars, and you can just right around take yeah, yeah ride around take a seat and you do you do you, do, you, don't, you don't get checked again on the way out so you, the, the, the you pay you pay on the way in and, and then the new york subway system goes okay we never met all right thanks for the $2.75 i never i never saw you you never we never met cuz when you get out you just go through turnstiles you don't have to bloop again of so course. once you've paid the first time the new york subway system is is done with you it's like Okay, you go your way, I go mine. <laughs> That's my impression of the new, of the subways. It's good. I like it. Thank you.
2: It's, um, what would the equivalent be in the UK? Like if there was a tax collector, but if he couldn't find you, you just didn't have to pay that yet. There's <laughs> just people Yeah, it's sort a of hide around. and seek,
1: hide and seek MHRC.
2: Yeah, like a, a guy dressed as the fucking Sheriff of Nottingham with a big bell. And if he gets you, you have to pay. But if you can avoid him for a year, then fair dues, they say. Uh, uh. So weird. Have has have there been any like people dressed in a kind of crazy way that's fun? Has it all been sinister and alarming?
1: Um, there. <laughs> it, it it's not sinister. People. Hmm. There've been a couple of people who have dressed quite ex- exuberantly mm. with little, uh, like I've I've walked past a couple of gay guys who have dressed um, like a homophobic drawing of a gay guy. <laughs> if you know what I mean, like a crop top, yeah, <laughs> sleeveless, and not not like in the gay district where uh, not part of some event, just walking around the middle of the city, just. And it's like it's like I almost went like, "Hey, that's that's not cool. That's homophobic." <laughs> I'm <laughs> you know these tiny shorts and are they, were um, they
2: like um like white denim booty shorts?
1: <laughs> that that kind of energy, definitely. Yeah. Okay, that's impressive. Um, yeah, uh, but but on the whole, people are, are not dressed. I mean, because it's not the nineties anymore. People aren't dressed crazily.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know what? Maybe like, maybe that's the sign of a non-conformist society. You can dress how you feel, and if you feel a powerful crop top energy, I I think I think a crop top is is close to number one on list of things I I would never want to wear in public.
1: It's hilarious to even imagine you in a crop top. (laughs) You 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 look like a. Yeah, you kind of like a Winnie the Pooh, I think, if you wore a crop top.
2: Yeah, but the the, the difference between me and uh, and Winnie, um, yeah, is that Winnie the Pooh, although he is notionally a bear and therefore has hair, right? Because mm. he's a cartoon, it's all kind of smoothed out.
1: They don't draw it in. Yeah, he's a he's a stuffed animal. he's just stuffed animal hair.
2: Yeah, it's sort of a velour fuzz effect that That's you it, sort of yeah. imagine. Whereas I have actual human hairs. And that I hmm. think is more upsetting uh, under a crop top.
1: <laughs> yeah, you're like you know what? Sometimes people post like really up, those really upsetting drawings of Homer Simpson if he was a human. <laughs> you, you'd be if 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 Winnie the Pooh was a human and they draw the detailed hairs on your belly. <laughs>
2: yeah, 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 and yeah. You go, oh, and like honey stained teeth. <laughs> Just ass and dick out, walking
1: around, red t-shirt. <laughs> um, I mean, the main the main thing with clothes here is just like we have to. I, I'm just wearing like shorts and a t-shirt every day just because it's so hot. What's the temperature? I mean, is. It was been last. It's been coolish last couple of days, so late twenties. But I think it's back up to thirties today and tomorrow.
2: Dude, even the high twenties is insufferable. I mean, London now is is pouring rain and still nineteen degrees. So it's just armpits, just grey armpits weather, nana's
1: armpits every day. Yeah, I heard it's been rainy. I kind of wish I was. I I do love a bit of rain. Yeah, but it's bad I rain. Like it's like it tropical rain in little
2: bursts. Oh, okay. It's not like cold rain. It's it's kind of. Hey you wanna be moist? It's like that. Mm. Mm. What's what would your like an article of clothing you would be the least happy to wear? When? Like just in public or whatever like I think mine is cropped up. I'm, try, I'm trying to think oh, of yours is cropped up. I'm trying to think of something I'd hate to wear more than that. And I can't really imagine.
1: Um I mean the obvious you know, the obvious answer is like I would be embarrassed to wear a mankini. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah. I guess that's a bit obvious. Something that's... Um...
2: Okay, mankini's the top. Like man- It's like Desert Island Discs. Mankini is the Bible. You can always have one. <laughs> yeah. Um,
1: I... Like... in Like... L- light blue jeans. Eh? Yeah. Light blue jeans. I... I <laughs> feel embarrassed to wear. I, I don't know. I haven't worn blue jeans for a long time. Like powder blue, you mean? Even like at this point, like, even like like dark blue Jeremy Clarkson style jeans. I just I don't know.
2: I guess I I'm trying to think. Like I haven't thought about it, but you haven't worn jeans for a lo- for
1: ages, have you? I don't remember the last time I saw you wear jeans. No, you haven't thought about it. You haven't <laughs> mentioned it once, <laughs> and I've been wondering every day. I wonder if Pierre's going to notice. I haven't <laughs> worn jeans for a while. But no, because you're all tied up in your little world.
2: Me and my crop tops. I'm missing out on, <laughs> yeah. on Johnny Corduroy over here.
1: You're just thinking about crop tops all day long. I haven't even noticed I haven't worn denim for eight years. <laughs> I fucking believe it. <laughs> you're like um, you're like
2: a, a guy from, an uptight guy from the 50s. Yeah. You're like, well, oh, my view, denim is for cowboys.
1: <laughs> yeah i, I mean there's a period where i was wearing like jeans that was slung under my belly and a t-shirt and then like a cardigan i was really into cardigans i remember during those years i guess where we were all sort of into cartoons cardigans and yeah i think i'm being i think i'm being embarrassed to wear a cardigan out now more embarrassed than a crop top well i can't just take your answer but yeah, maybe also true.
2: yes but what about like, um, like? I think I would rather wear like a a, a lovely lady's big swooshy sundress than a crop top.
1: <laughs> yeah, right.
2: At least I could be like, well, this is a a, a a single piece of clothing as opposed to some kind of weird like. I think a crop top you, you're trying to, you're trying to tell people something about yourself, aren't you? With a crop, it's a statement piece of
1: clothing. I think wearing a, a big lady sundress is also a statement, isn't it? Yeah, but I think the crop
2: top is like you're you're trying to show off your belly. <laughs> I think yeah, okay. I think a man a, a man with a crop top on is saying is saying, look at this. I think, sure. I think he's saying, feast your eyes. Yeah. Whereas I think a man in a, a swirling sundress is is it could be saying many things, but feast your eyes is it's not an aggressive piece of clothing. A, a nice a nice sundress. <laughs> People say, "Oh, that's nice," or you know, <laughs> yeah. well, he's okay, going for a picnic. You point. know.
1: Um, fair point. Yeah, yeah. Um, thong? Would you ever ha- wear a
2: thong, ha- Phil, above your blue jeans?
1: I thought, yeah, well, yeah, similar category to the mankini. Like, obviously, it'd be embarrassing. And oh, wearing it over my jeans. No no it's like poking out about you got a whale tail. I got a whale tail. That would be bad. Yeah, I'd be I'd be embarrassed about that, yeah. It just it doesn't it just wouldn't fit my personality. Yeah. People would just go Yeah. Oh no. People go oh he's he's exper- he, he doesn't know who he is and he's trying a few things out this isn't it.
2: I'd be more worried about like uh if you're a guy and you walk around with a
1: thong all day what happens to the old uh, the old bollies yeah I would them surely them if it, i don't know if there are specific male thongs. maybe you need a them, man one
2: with a bolly a bully um, area
1: yeah, a little bolly patch yeah on the front bit for unexpected items in the bolly area
2: <laughs> a little parachute,
1: yeah. Um, but on the whole, people are dressed quite normally, actually. Yeah. No, no, no Nazis on the tube over there yet. No Nazis on the tube yet. Okay. No subway Nazis. No. I think the I think the Nazis probably went down to the New York subway and went. These people are too crazy and went back up. <laughs>
2: yes, perhaps. Yes, perhaps you're right. Um, I don't feel
1: safe down here. That's what the Nazis thought when they went into the New York subway.
2: Yeah, they were upset at how badly
1: maintained it all was. Um, it's better this time around. They have a new, uh, system. They've got, they've basically, they've got contactless now. Oh. On the New York subway, which is very convenient. Um, and most, if not all, the cars I've been in have been air conditioned, which is more than I can say for the last time this year.
2: Yeah. And more than you can say for London, to be fair.
1: Yeah. But the stations themselves, like, if it's hot, it's hot. And... It's like they haven't been updated since 1923, you know. Yeah, if you don't have a car, then you fe- fuck you. You feel like you're in a, at a factory. <laughs> when you go into it, it's just like you feel like you, you've walked into a, a part, a place that you're not supposed to be. You're like, was there a do not enter sign? And I missed it. <laughs> well, is this place for engineers and employees only? Because you just go and he's like, <laughs>
2: It's all just like raw metal and, and fixtures. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. It's like in Chernobyl when they, they send the guys in to find where the water leak is. It's like, I feel like I shouldn't be in here. <laughs> it's just like girders and. Yeah. yeah. You think that
2: a guy in a hard hat's going to go, hey, buddy! And like jab his finger at you in a panic.
1: <laughs> Get out! What are you doing in here? Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So, to help us,
2: we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Have to get 30, 30, you get 30, you get 20, 20, 20, 15, 20, 20, 15, 15, 15,
1: 15, just 15 bucks a month. So, give it a try at mintmobile.com/slash switch.
0: $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for a limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince.
2: Have you managed to do any of the obvious tourist stuff that you wanted to do since we last No, spoke?
1: I've been meaning to. I kind of I want to do the obvious stuff. I want to go to Old Lady Liberty, Ellis Island. Um, what I do want to do is I want to try my chess metal out with one of the chess hustlers in, I think it's Washington Square Park. Ooh, I think it'll be fun. Are they like old guys with long beards playing chess? Yeah, they were just old dudes who just sit there all day, playing chess.
2: I always wonder, they, like, they,
1: they hustle money out of you. I don't know how much it costs.
2: But. How do you get? Like, I always wonder, like, how do you get into that?
1: Like, uh, yeah, because you know how those
2: guys are in like TV and movies all the time. Yeah, at what? At, at some point, do those guys have a kind of slightly dissociative experience and go, "Oh, I'm one of the park chess guys now."
1: <laughs> yeah, it creeps up on you.
2: Yeah, do they just think? Well, I, I, you know, I. Yeah, sure, I play chess in the park, every now and then. But I'm not one of the park chess I'm guys.
1: Not, I'm not the park chess guy. I'm no. not one of those weirdos.
2: Yeah, is it like becoming a a, a regular at and a then, pub? You don't even realize you're they doing s- it.
1: And then they see themselves in some inter, in some interstitial. Like location footage of a show in New York. Just one of those shots to to be like, this is New York, New York life. And it's a flash of them playing chess in the park. And they go, oh no, I'm one of the New York park chess guys. As as they're playing
2: uh, through a series of famous chess moves on their own, the main character in something that's being filmed sprints past being chased by cops and makes a winning move. And they think, oh no, (laughs) I'm background color. Imagine becoming background color without even knowing. Yeah, you become one of the buildings. It's it's like suddenly realizing that you are like a, a, a removals man, but all you ever seem to do is you and your mate carry enormous panes of
1: glass across streets. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or you're you're, um, you're you're painting something high up on a ladder, and it you're always one. <laughs> Police chase from it being knocked over.
2: Yes, exactly. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. Or
2: you got a big wooded wheelbarrow full of watermelons.
1: Or you're a lady who's just perpetually carting her baby across a busy road. <laughs> or oh, yeah, one day you are carting your baby and you stop and you think, wait a minute, I'm a
2: make police's chase more difficult person. <laughs> you stop and go, oh, n- how did it come to this? <laughs> like, uh, yeah, I always wonder if people who are really close to a stereotype have self-awareness. Like, if so- suddenly someone goes, "Wait a minute, I'm drinking in the shadowiest corner of this pub with a downturned flat
1: cap. I'm the mysterious <laughs> corner man." I think, I think, yeah, I think you set out to be some stereotypes. Yeah, like if it's a cool one, you're probably like, "Yeah, I want to be the mystery." corner pub guy yeah yeah
2: table in the corner please uh, but
1: but it just doesn't carry it does doesn't work so you're just in reality end up the creepy corner pub guy
2: <laughs> it does you know what it doesn't work if if you're going to be the if you're going to be the mysterious corner pub guy you've got to be very handsome or very like um soprano's
1: character actor craggled face Mm, there there should be a story behind you. Yeah. You should either look yeah. like Aragorn <laughs>
2: or you should look like your name is Big Tony and there's a a crag on your wrinkled face for every every job you ever did for the mob.
1: Yeah. Or
2: like you Which were w- you looked like you were a fucking submarine captain or something. You've got to look like one of those two.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but yeah, also that you, you've got a life they're trying to hide from, with yeah. the Aragon or an old submarine captain. Yes, 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 yes. Which, what, what sort of background movie character do you think you suit? I, I had a quick think, and I, if if I'm being honest, I'm just one of the people who pulls a phone out to film something that's happening. Like, yeah. like when, like when Spider-Man saves someone in one of the recent Spider-Mans. I'm just one of like the oh just filming on their phones. Oh, I'm one of those people
2: yeah. probably. Well, I uh, we've di- well we discussed this before. Um, and it was I think maybe that was Movie Deaths.
1: Okay. Oh yeah, How I, dying in the movie.
2: I was the remember I was the sailor as like the Kraken rises up. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Yeah. You had the brief close up or something. Yeah, I think yeah, I guess what kind of background character? If it has to be one that's like a really stereotypical, um, I could I could be like a, a one one of three other guys around a small table in a bar who gets uh, who is initially aggressive towards the hero but is frightened off.
1: Oh yeah! Hey, buddy! Whoa! Uh, Take it easy, yeah, man. You're the, you're the last guy after. Aquaman beats up the other two guys, <laughs> and you're the one guy standing there, and you drop your iron bar and you just run off. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. Exactly. After we started a yeah. fight with Aquaman by saying we don't drink water
1: in this bar. After yeah, after you fight, start a fight with the most obviously, the most obviously ripped man in the in <laughs> the bar. It's He's like obviously um, stronger than everyone. It's
2: like when you play The Witcher. and in The Witcher he's just like a seven foot tall Schwarzenegger shaped half demon magic sword guy he's got two swords on his back he's got two swords one of which is covered in glowing runes (laughs) and he can like make candles go on and off with his fingers magically because he has magic powers and uh, yeah exactly some guy called like yeah some guy whose nickname is like Belly Dave (laughs) just like Fat Darren it's just there. Oh, you fucking! It's just they to like shove his chest. It's got to be booze. The only way I would accept any of those incidents is that those guys are just like absolutely battered. Then it makes sense. But in- the rest of it is ridiculous. Yeah, like like in Terminator when Schwarzenegger is like shredded and nude and just walks into that biker bar and they're all just amused. You would not be amused.
1: <laughs> you would. <laughs>
2: You'd fucking shit yourself. He's walking in, (laughs) bearing in mind the biker bar is like miles from anywhere, and he's nude, and he's completely confident, and he has a blank face, and he's shredded. (laughs) You would immediately go, oh no. (laughs) Something incredibly bad has either just happened outside, or is
1: about to happen to all of us. Oh no. Oh no. Or is it just like, Who's this weirdo? Oh. Oh, let's take his. Well, we can't take anything. Let's <laughs> yes. Let's hassle this
2: man in. It seems physically in distress, but not visibly. <laughs> visibly, he seems more confident than any man I've ever seen.
1: <laughs>
2: what. Um, can you think of a scenario where Schwarzenegger would have walked in looking like that and it would. It wouldn't have been intimidating, I guess. A sauna,
1: yeah, a sauna, or, um, I like now. I guess if he did it now, hmm. he's at that age where. Like, guys just go around with their dicks popping out in, in gym-changing rooms. Yeah. And you go, oh, okay, that's just their age. They just <laughs> do that for some reason that <laughs> age.
2: If the Terminator came in and started really, like, opulently hair-drying his balls. <laughs> I saw um I saw an old dude the other day just pointing the hair dryer down his, down his pants, just like...
1: Yeah, old guys hate moist pubes, it turns out. There's nothing yeah. they hate more than having even uh, even a hint of mo- of moisture on 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 their pubes. No, they they want it to be Arizona desert down there,
2: just dry That's as a the most bone. Most important
1: thing in their lives. Yeah.
2: Do they? Maybe they they fear some kind of maybe when you get old, if you leave any moisture down there, you just immediately I don't know. Mold appears. You're that old. You're just terrified <laughs> of 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 bol- of body mold.
1: Bolly mold. That's <laughs> why oh, they make all the Indian movies, right? Bolly mold? <laughs> yeah. Um
2: Bolly Mold is the same as like Madame Two Swords and stuff, but they're making it all in India.
1: Ah, it's the Indian Madame Two Swords <laughs> Bolly Mould. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, Bolly mold. Yeah.
2: Um I uh I've 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 started uh, I got some sessions uh I, in an effort to fight Phil to fight the lockdown gloopiness, I've I've got some sessions with a PT guy I've been doing.
1: Oh yeah, I've I've been seeing a PT recently. It's, it's, it's I, I love it. Yeah, it's everything I've ever wanted. Someone else to bully me.
2: <laughs> What's your PT like? He's a very nice uh, Romanian guy who's like uh, I think he must be at like two or three years younger than me. And he's very sort of upbeat, but he's like just sarcastic enough that you, you go, ah, good. You're not like just trying to be nice to me. You're like, hey, come on, man.
1: Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's well, that's a, he's got that sort of Eastern European kind of like um, politeness isn't part of our culture, kind of thing. It's just like we we we're, we're not actively unpleasant, but we place no value on politeness for its own sake.
2: Yeah, like I'm I'm polite, but I'm
1: not going to lie to you. <laughs> yeah.
2: Why would I lie to you? That would be rude. Yeah, exactly. What about your one?
1: My one, he's I think French Algerian or something. Oh. Um uh he I don't even know what to expect a, from them. He's got a lovely body. Sure. He um he manages a cabaret bar on the weekends. Oh, well,
2: this is a this is some of the Frenchest stuff I've ever heard.
1: <laughs> he, he he wears a sports beret. <laughs> um a lycra
2: sports beret, yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. And he does all his stretches with, with a long baguette. Um <laughs> uh, he, but he's so like He's quite a cat. He's like got a cabaret background. So he used to do he used to do like fire twirling and stuff like that. Oh, and he's I like think he's circus fit. He's circus fit. Um, and he got me to do like this um an exercise once, so like a quick twitch leg exercise. You know when you when the football match is about to start and they pan across the players warming up, they're doing this little like running on the spot thing where they put one foot in front of the other, like yeah, and it looks weird, and, and I was like. And he's showing me the steps real slow motion so that I could just see what the coordination of the feet was like. And, so, and then I was like, oh, so it's kind of like, it's like the salsa. And he, his eyes lit up and he went, oh, you salsa? And he just did a little salsa on the spot. <laughs> <laughs> so that's it. That's my guy.
2: You've picked, you've picked like um, uh, the guy who would be your personal trainer in a kind of heartwarming outsider comedy. Yeah. Where it's like uh this this ragtag band of of, of misfits like that d- like you're gonna go do like a s an iron man and then at some point the salsa moves save you from a, a <laughs> quicksand or whatever. Yeah. Nice. Well that's good man. I also as but, I mean, part he's, of he's, oh, he, yeah?
1: he's in a lot of he's in very good shape and like he'll he'll demonstrate the new exercise to me and it looks very easy. And I'm like, I can do that. And I go and I try and do one and I just fall on the ground.
2: (laughs) Well, my, my guy was, uh, yeah, I, I had to do a, I had to do a weigh in as part of it. And Phil, I had a number in my head for how fat I had become. And Mm. it was a pessimistic number. And in hindsight, it was a very optimistic number. (laughs) Wow.
1: How bad. How pretty, bad is
2: it? Pretty bad, man. It, the number came up on the scales. I thought it was my height. <laughs> <laughs>
1: that
2: yeah, it was man. my height in millimeters. I'm so, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm so heavy. I just didn't. I didn't think I was that heavy because I don't look like. Um, i no, been...
1: exactly You're like when I've seen you, I've not gone like whoa, pears filled out. I, I've yeah. not really noticed that so much of a difference.
2: I think a lot of it's internal. Like it's like that kind of sinister like uh around your organs fat maybe like hidden oh visceral fat yeah i think it might be that because as you say i didn't, I didn't like look that different and i've been this heavy before in my I life i mean your but spleen
1: I... has been looking fat if i can yeah, say that recently. it's
2: it's coming out between the ribs <laughs> <laughs> like a big pocket yeah um yeah man It's, yeah, I've got a lot of work to do, so hopefully I'll be able to to do that with the help of some, with the help of the most productive form of bullying.
1: Yeah, controlled bullying. Bullying, Personally sanctioned bullying. Yeah,
2: bullying is like radiation.
1: Ah, yes. In controlled doses. (laughs) It can, it can cure, well, it can treat cancer, yeah. Yeah, it's it's, it's overall
2: it's bad. But if there's certain circumstances where if you very carefully, you know, I think uh, I think that's what I mean. Like uh, you know, it, it's that's the a real good analogy. Yeah, the real the real. It's not bullying. I mean, it's 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 mostly encouragement. But with the tin, you've got to have a little. There's a little Tabasco sauce dash of shame. <laughs> a little. Yeah, spicy it's just having shame. someone.
1: Yeah, just having someone that you could let down. Uh, just having someone yes. to to witness you. Yeah. <laughs> just someone just someone to witness you. Yes, exactly. Someone
2: someone who is their entire job is to be like come on, man. <laughs> yeah. Someone who feels no obligation to be like, hey, you know, some people weigh that
1: much, and they live fine lives. Although, I find my personal trainer, might like, I I don't know how much he expects, maybe he doesn't expect that very much of me, because he'll be like, if you want to do it harder, you can do it this way, and then I'll do it that Hmm. way, and and he'll be like, wow, you really went for it. (laughs) Like, I'm constantly impressing him, but maybe that's because I pay a premium, he's like... I better be nice to this guy. You
2: pay the, you pay the, you pay the wow tax.
1: Yeah, which I is... got the mollycoddle special.
2: <laughs> if you don't pay that, when you do it the harder way, the guy just goes, uh-huh. <laughs> and what?
1: <laughs> Am very... I supposed to be impressed? Yeah, he he
2: folds his arms and goes, "Ooh." <laughs> <laughs> He's like a a cruel prison warden. We got a live one. <laughs> Starts tapping his foot and and threatening you. Yeah, I mean, to be fair, for some people will play more for that version.
1: Um, I could probably do it with a PT right now. I I drank a whole lot of booze last night.
2: Boo! Ooh, what flavor booze we want?
1: Um, started off with um. A little cocktail in the cocktail bar. Ooh, and it's and America,
2: so it's free pour.
1: It is free pour. Oof. Although they seem they quite they seem quite um, specific with the measurements. I don't think they were going crazy. Yeah. Um, and we're like we sat down. Um, it was funny. Me and my friend we sat down at this table, at the cocktail bar, and there were the two ladies at the table next to us, and they were just like chatting, 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 and they were getting right into my friend's ear, and my friend was like. Let's move. I mean, we moved over to a different table because yeah. she was getting annoyed by these ladies chatting and yammering. Yeah. And then, as was, as we moved, the two ladies got up, walked over to the bar, picked up a tray of drinks, and came over to us. And they were drink straps And they were like, "Hey, would you like to try this drink?" So these people, these two women, we, we just got up to avoid. No. And now come over to us with <laughs> a tray of drinks. Surprise! We're paid to bother you. <laughs> I was I was so confused. I was like, when they got up to the bar and just like came over to us with the tray of drinks after we'd left them, because they were uh, annoying us. <laughs> and That's... they were like, they were two. I, I said to my friend, "This, this, are such quintessential like drinks reps women." Yeah, because they were like two hot women. If you ask the sixteen-year-old boy to draw a hot woman, right. they they. <laughs> They were a, uh, a scribbled in the back
2: of a homework book.
1: Yeah, one was brunette, one was blonde, so they covered all bases. <laughs> <laughs> so they could appeal to everybody. Yeah. Um. So yeah, had a cup. I had a a little cocktail there, and then went around the corner to this um. A ramen place. Uh, which is run by, uh, I think a Jewish American guy. Mm. And it was called Ivan Ramen, and so he puts like schmaltz in in the ramen which Ooh. is like a jewish chicken fat
2: it's a uh, goose fat um, i think
1: i think it's chicken fat here yeah. really yeah it's called schmaltz or schma yeah i think it's schmaltz i think in german schmaltz
2: is specifically goose fat but maybe the americans have just americanized
1: it.
2: you might have been goosed
1: boy um and i got re- recognized by two of the waiters there which was weird you're kidding yeah i've not been recognized by anyone but like we we came in and the lady who greeted us like saw me, and like her, like her eyes just exploded, she was like, "Oh my God, are you Phil Wang? No yeah." and and she was like, "I saw on the reservation, I was like, why is it?" it? And I was like, "Am I being punked because I've not been <laughs> recognized really by anyone here, and I'm, which yeah. is, and I'm not, I haven't expected to be, but yeah she, and then and then and she was like, "Oh my God," and she was really excited and and then she sat us down, and then a different guy came to serve our table, and he saw me, and was like, "Oh, it's you." And I was like, "What, really? What is it with this restaurant?" What? And this guy had been watching Taskmaster on YouTube for the last year or something. No
2: fucking way! It was,
1: yeah, it was just yeah, it was really weird. Um, yeah, so I've not been recognised at all, but except twice in one restaurant last night. That's great. Yeah, maybe the whole staff is just really into British humour. British humour. If that's gonna happen, it's gonna happen in the in in New York. I At an Asian noodle restaurant. It was quite it's kinda embarrassing actually. <laughs> the first place I went was just like a noodle place. The first place I was recognized was a noodle place.
2: Yeah, like uh that's you're doing a tour of your constituency.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm the mayor of Noodle Town. <laughs> <laughs> um oh, and I had some sake there. I had some sake there, that was pretty nice. And then we went for another and then we went for a drink, we looked for a bar and like it was a it was a really cool one. My friend looked up a bar and she was like, It's around here and we couldn't find it. It was just like a, it was just like a, a rickety gate that led into this creepy alley and I was like, We'll just go to this in less nice bar out here. And she's like, No, no, no. And we went down through this alley and I was like, This is wrong. We're gonna get jumped. Yeah. And we opened this random door and it was like a, a kinda like old secret speakeasy kind of bar. Oh, cool. It was really neat. Um And that was what? Spirits and wine. No, it it was. Oh, this is how House of Cool and Speakeasy was. I asked for a, a beer on tap, and the guy goes for a mug. He grabs a mug. No. And he pours me a beer in a mug, a big mug. No. Nice. Yeah. That's great. I mean I was I was both happy like yeah this is a drinking is illegal yeah fun <laughs> uh, but then I was like <laughs> but then also I was like I don't like cold drinks and mugs this will be like please just put it in a glass but it was also uh but it was also fun
2: I'd uh I'd like it if the people who recognized you in the noodle place turned out to be noodle reps <laughs> It's just reps all the way down man <laughs> The barman bum barman, the barman's just like you like mugs, eh? Wow and it's huge a huge tray of mugs ready to sell you.
1: <laughs> and so I didn't get absolutely blotto, but I did get sort of buzzed enough that nice. on the way back, as I waited for the A train, I was humming aloud on the platform the jazz standard A train. Oh nice. That's a good level <laughs> of post. <bust. laughs> As the A train came. So it was I was like a fun level of drunk, but I wasn't like shitting my pants or anything.
2: No. No, well that you can save that for your last day or something.
1: Yeah, shitting my pants.
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: The <laughs> quintessential New York experience. Shitting your pants on the A. You got, you
2: gotta try shitting your pants at Freddy's famous pants shitting. <laughs> experience it's the greatest don't let any of these cabrones these
1: what is it jabronis send you anywhere
2: else they're even even shitting your pants has a best place in new york
1: this is the original shitting your pants place this is
2: original ray's shit in your pants
1: Babe Ruth shatters his pants here.
2: There's <laughs> all pictures of Marilyn Monroe shitting her pants on the wall. <laughs> Kennedy's there.
1: <laughs> they've all they've all signed it in like brown squiggles.
2: <laughs> it's it's a, it looks even more rushed than a normal signature. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, um, on that brown note, it, I, gotta, uh. I gotta I got I gotta go.
1: You gotta go. we can only speak for a New York minute. that's right
2: exactly next time we speak, Phil, I expect you to have become a made man in the mob
1: <laughs> uh, um yeah have a have a good week. um we haven't even discussed the u k that much well, you know. The, the Windy Apple and, and, has occupied Ireland. And our news and stuff. Yeah. And football. Football's even going, going even better than the last time we spoke. It's, 4 0.
2: It's even closer to
1: home. Good luck today, all the boys. Yeah, the, football made one more connection. <laughs> yeah. And it's getting closer to home.
2: Yes, indeed. Um, well, enjoy the game, listeners, and we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.